tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Recorded live. This is Wednesday, December 21st, 2016, and welcome to episode 266 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. It is, of course, the one and the only WWS Revolution. I'm, of course, Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, back on the line here with you. And, of course, what better way, of course, to get things rocking and rolling here <coughs> Then, of course, like I said, tonight, of course, our Wrestling News and Views segment will be provided tonight by, of course, our Premier News Tag Team, King Ice. And, of course, I will go ahead and run down who, of course, they are. Uh, first off, just just uh, making it right here on the line here is the main man himself, the, uh, of course, the 2014 WWUS Hall of Famer, the mainstay of the radio network, and the COO of WWUS. He is, of course, the one. He is, of course, the only. He's, of course, the infamous. He's, of course, King NWO GTS Gerard T. Smith. Yes, sir, indeed. <clears throat> Joining GTS is, of course, his partner, the Iceman himself, JD, Jared DiGeronimo. JD is a 2015 WWS Hall of Famer, of course, part of Raw Radio every Monday afternoon, as well as, of course, all the other shows here in the radio network. And, of course, uh, the history and the birthdays to, tonight, the human suplex machine, John Gross, who, will, of course, is the, two, the first 2016 WWS <clears throat> Hall of Famer as also part of the Raw Radio team as well. Before we run down to tonight's itinerary, 
That's bringing the rest of the WWUS click in at this time. Gerardo, JD, John, welcome to 266 of the one and the only revolution. Good to be here. Hey, yo. Yes, sir. That's the way to get the blood pumping and the blood flowing right there. Yes, sir. <clears throat> and, of course, in addition to the wrestling news and views here tonight, we, of course, will of course, be bringing some uh, results from last night's SmackDown Live broadcast. Uh, and, of course, uh, with some time allotted, we'll be, probably bring some more wrestling trivia here. Might have found something interesting here, so we'll definitely bring, uh, bring that here to you to kind of uh, some stuff you may, may or may not even re- re- realize. So we'll, do, we'll use that in a world. Uh, so, uh, if you want to join us here tonight, here, join myself and the rest, like I said, of the infamous now WWUS click, uh, the main man himself, GTS, can tell you how to actually come on and have a good time here with us. Uh, GTS, how can they do that? One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. The ID number is one three eight zero five five. Press pound, press one. You could talk to us or listen to us right now. Yes, sir, indeed. Yes, sir, indeed. And let's not waste any time. Let's dive right on into it with our rest of the news and views segment. And, of course, King Ice always has us covered with that every single night here. Of course, there's Revolution and Wolfpack here every week. And, of course, let's go ahead and, and dive right on into it. So, of course, start with the main man himself, uh, GTS himself, King NWO. Let's see what he has on tap right here for us to get things rocking and rolling. GTS, take her away, little man. All righty. As seen in WWE Roadblock, End of the Line, Sasha, Sunday Sasha Banks lost the Iron Man match for the Raw Women's title to Charlotte after tapping out, tied at 2-2 with just two seconds left. The forced match into sudden death overtime where Charlotte gained the title by submission. Regarding the finish where Sasha Banks tapped with seconds left, was to send the match into overtime. This was Vince McMahon's idea. It sounded good like he had a different reaction of mine. Dave Menzer noted on Wrestling Observer Radio that most within the company knew that she wasn't knew that the finish wasn't a bad idea, but the tie 
was to keep people in charge. Spencer Perley had a great idea that the flaws that were feeding that being in Pittsburgh, no one would care about the batch or make any noise, and it would drag. Vince thought everyone would be really excited for Sasha retaining the title, counting down the final 10 seconds after the match. But the excitement would be derailed when Sasha tapped out seconds left. Vince thought it was going to be such a great moment, but most agree it was not. That's all I have. I tagged JD in. Apparently, Sasha Banks has got something planned for WrestleMania. They are not divulging on what it is yet, however. They do say they have something in the works for her, however, mind you, as far as that goes. Um, Other news to report, of course, NXT was very interesting tonight. Of course, Bobby Roode was on the show, believe it or not. And I believe he competed in the main event, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have to double-check my notes to be sure here. He was in the four-way, yes. Yes, he was. Okay. And uh, apparently, Eric Bischoff, apparently, the, the, let's see, he was, like you said, uh, he was in the four-way, and he was involved, let's see, I believe, I'm going to see who he was involved with tonight, however. Oh, here it is, with, uh, uh, with uh, Bob Roderick Strong, Ty Dillinger, and uh, Andrea Cien Almas, believe it or not. As a result, he uh, now got gets his opportunity, possibly a takeover, believe it or not, as we'll have to wait and see what happens there. As far as last night's SmackDown rating goes, however, we're going to get that here in just a second, so bear with us here, folks. Uh, apparently, it was very interesting. In fact, it averaged 2.637 million viewers from the last up from 2.36 last week. The full number has not been told yet, but uh, apparently it went up this week, so... Uh, that's all we got for right now. We're going to try to find out more about the rating here in just a little bit, though, in both Raw and SmackDown. Okay. Uh, thank you very much, there, gentlemen. Of course, Joe King and WO and the Iceman, of course, King Ice, your premier at WWS News Tag Team. They bring you all the news as fit to print. And, of course, if it doesn't fit, they always find that extra special way to make it fit. But Gerard always comes up with the absolute best way. Very intense. No, uh, no. Uh, super glue and duct tape. Yes, sir. Can't can't get a lot better. Can't get any better than that. Yes, sir. All right. And John's got some wrestling history. A lot of this, I think we all remember a lot of the history here for tonight, for December 21st. Let's go ahead and run a lot of it down. And I'm sure y'all, once I start reading this, I might kind of remember two or three little bits and pieces here. <coughs> Let's go ahead and run them down. First off here, uh, 18 years ago today, put it in 1998, I do believe, yes, Kane joined the corporation when he helped The Rock and Tess destroy D-Generation X. It was on Monday Night Raw, and of note, it was that was Tess's in-ring debut for the WWE. And, of course, that's a real impressive way to debut in the main event. Hmm, yes, it is. Seven years ago, of course, 2009, uh, oh, yes, yes. Everyone remembers this. 
the Little People's Court on Raw was held between Hornswoggle and Degeneration X. Uh, John says he remembers this moment. The court was held under the ring and presumably in the backstage area. Yeah, I'm, who, who did remember that? The court consisted of DX and John. It's, it's best to say little people. Don't no one saying the word midgets. Okay, <laughs> little people. DX was found guilty, but towards the end of the show, Hornswoggle was almost attacked by Jericho, of course, Chris Jericho at the big show. But DX would make the save, and with consideration, DX announced that Hornswoggle was a part of the group as a mascot. I do remember that moment, yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, I believe it's I believe this that same year, TNA taped New Year's knock, Knockouts Eve at the Impact Zone at Universal Orlando. The one-night tournament was a double episode of Impact on, on New Year's Eve. The tournament's winner would challenge the TNA Knockouts Championship on January 4, 2010 Impact. Not surprisingly, since the show did air on New Year's Eve, it's the lowest-rated show of the year, doing just a 0.7 rating, but the next Impact airing on January the 4th was the most watched in company history, doing a 1.45. Hmm. On this date in 2013, PW, uh, PW Insider reported that Batista would make his return to the WWE, possibly at the Royal Rumble, and where he made his return and won the 27th Royal Rumble as the number 28th entry. Was that the one where Roman Reigns came in second? I think so, yeah. Okay, all right. They started calling him Blue Tista or Blue Tista or something like that. Yeah, they were calling him. Okay. On, on this day, 2015, WWE presented the Slammy Awards once again. Uh, of course, Seth Rollins was Superstar of the Year. But our truth accidentally announced that Paige won Diva of the Year, but pulled a la Steve Hardy and announced that Nikki Bella was actually Diva of the Year. And today is <clears throat> is the third and one birthday to report. Today is the thirty first birthday of Oni Lorcan. Is how you pronounce that name. Known to indie wrestling fans as Beth Busick. Hmm. And John said that's all he's got for the history and birthdays here for today. Uh, John, thank you very much here for providing that here to us. And uh, Gerard and J.D., thank you very much for providing us with the news and views for today. Uh, and uh, GTS, let's have the plug one more time. 1724-444-7444. The ID number is 138055. Press pound, press 1. You can talk to us or listen to us right now. Yes, sir. And of course, we'll go ahead and talk and go ahead and get your opinion here, sir. As we go ahead and start our review of last night's SmackDown Live, uh, uh, your take, sir, on what took place last night? Uh, yeah, uh, the opening was what it is, I guess. The world title match, AJ versus James Elworth. AJ destroyed him, everybody thought. 
Intercontinental match, Apollo Crews versus The Miz. Thought it was uh, pretty good. Dean Ambrose versus Luke Harper. Thought it was a pretty good match as well. We had Lesa Bliss versus the Luchadora, <laughs> which was Becky Lynch under the mask. Dora won. Kurt Hawkins versus Mojo Raleigh. Mojo won. First contenders match Brian or Brian Baron Corbin versus Dolph Ziggler. Double count out. And all hell broke loose. And next week we're going to have a triple threat for the WWE title. And that's it. Okay. Thank you very much, Sir GTS. Uh, JD, I think you had a couple things you wanted to mention about last night's SmackDown. Let's hear what you got to say, sir. Okay. Um, actually, you know what? Let John go next because I'll, I'll wait until uh, he what he has to say, and I will oh. work on oh. Oh. my. Uh, okay. If you want, okay, we'll do that. Uh, John, go ahead and start posting your thoughts about last night's SmackDown. I'll go ahead and start reading them. All right, John starts off here and says, SmackDown was what it was. And he said he was glad that AJ finally beat up that little pip squeak like he has done has done in the past. Uh, so if he can kill two birds in one stone. And he's talking about Dolph Ziggler and Baron Corbin. That's going to be a good match. Yep. So Natalia finally confesses her sins and admits the attack on Nikki Bella. I mean, we all knew that, that Natalia was guilty, and she and finally she fesses up. And then in the lowest of the low, speaking of sins, Miz finally spills the beans on Dean Ambrose and Renee Young. I mean, there was not, John says there was not any question that Miz was going to go too far in this. In John's opinion, the Miz totally went too far. I would agree on that. I mean, I did mention something about that earlier.
a guy in the name Carmella and James Ellsworth Blah. Puke. What, are they a couple now? She tried to console him, apparently, on Talking Smash. She tried to console Ellsworth. Yeah. John says he's not going to go there. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I don't blame it. Okay. All right. You can leave it at that. Okay. Okay, John, I met, you made your point. Okay. If you can't, if you don't want to go there, you don't have to. But go ahead and continue on with your thoughts of SmackDown, please. John says, Cena making his return next week. He thinks he's really going to naturally enter into the into the Royal Rumble match. But he thinks there's going to be a bigger twist in Cena's return and somebody else makes a return too, and that is The Undertaker. Well, he could. I mean, you never know. I mean, there's been the speculation about a possible. Or was everybody even talking about a career match between Cena and Undertaker? Well, we talked about it maybe happening in WrestleMania this year. It's a very good possibility. It still could be in the works, you know. I heard Cena's going to go heel just for that one match. He has to. It makes sense. Cena is going to go heel. So that match is apparently going. Is possibly going to happen. Well, they're thinking about it. They're really... Who else do you put against the Undertaker this year, right? Right. Well, sure. Well, sure. Well, that's a good point. But Cena yeah, makes his... He has to go heel for this this match. He has to. Well, Shawn Michaels didn't. Now, Shawn Michaels did it, didn't he? Right? So, so... I don't know. Did he go heel twice, or he just went heel that once when he come out all white? I, look like. I know he did with The Undertaker, and I think he also was heel also when he went with Flair, didn't he, back at Mania 24, about nine, ten years ago, I thought? I don't think he... You're talking about when Flair, whenever he ended Flair's career? Yes. I don't think he would know. I don't think he went. No, I don't no. think so. All no, he I said was, I love you, when he super kicked his teeth out. Right, and, and then I'm the next sorry. night, and then the, yeah, and then the next night, however, he embraced him. I remember, and then that's when Batista went off on him, if you remember, because Batista. Right, that's him. when that started between Batista and HBK over the fact that HBK ended Flair's career. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So no, for, no, no, my, no, that, no. I don't think that was uh, Michaels didn't want to do. No. So I mean, about what I think happened was. Uh, no, I think it was at that one time, uh, what was it, 26? Yeah. I think it was that one time, I yeah. think. But remember, Sean, no, Sean did it one other time. Sean did it one other time. Yeah. Gerard, you, you and J.D. Buzz, like we, we remember what I'm talking about. 2005. Mm-hmm. Summer Hogan. That's right. Yeah. Afterwards, he shook Hogan's hand. He said he wanted to he wanted to see if he could beat Hogan, and of course, but both of them went into SummerSlam. But both of them, neither one of them had lost at SummerSlam. 
going into it. And the thing was, though, he wanted to rematch Hogan in September, Howard, but Hogan, because of his his control and the way he had control in his contract, however, he never got his wish. Because I think Sean would have beat him, I mean, the second time. Right. But, of course, it's like at the end of it, Sean went back in there and just got in his face, and all Sean did was just shake his hand and said, I just wanted to know. That's to know. right. That's right. And so... And then he just walked out. And then all of a sudden, Shawn Michaels just, just you know, um, you know, just started waving at everybody, and then he left. Yeah. And Hogan said, okay. I mean, he okay, class act, right? There. I mean, mm-hmm. So there you go. And then, of course, now John, now John's going to finish off his thoughts here. Uh, but if Cena makes it nothing concerning the Royal Rumble, then Cena, Lesnar, and Goldberg will all be the first three participants. And then John is talking about, we were talking about the thing with Shawn Michaels. He says, you know, the only time that Shawn ever did a heel move in this rivalry was when he called to take the World Heavyweight title at the Chamber. Hmm. Well, wait a minute. I don't think so. Did those ever have the belt prior to WrestleMania that year? Go back. I'm gonna have to go back and look at that. Yeah. Not that what John's saying, but I mean, I. I no, I, I'm not either. And. I mean. Hmm. Look I mean, did, you, did Shawn Michaels cost the Undertaker the world title? I think. So. I, I think so. I can't remember now. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I have to go back and look. Taker, no wait a minute. John says Taker had the belt prior to WrestleMania 26, and he lost the championship to Elimination Chamber because of Shawn Michaels. So apparently that so apparently that 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 right kinda had it fuel to the fire towards apparently their alleged apparently towards their big their big match at WrestleMania twenty six. And okay, okay. All right. I, uh, okay. All right, no. Okay, well we'll we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Okay. But all we're just talking about is SmackDown and uh but 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 like like Gerard, I mean, you have a very valid point. I think I think this one time, you know, I would you know definitely would be interested to see if Cena, how Cena does the heel thing again. How long would they, in your opinion, Gerard, before I get to JD's JD's review, your personal opinion, Gerard? Let me ask you this: If they did that, how long would they keep Cena in that mode? Up and I mean until you know the match itself with with Taker if they do if they actually have that match how long do you think they would keep Cena in heel mode? Well, you'd have to do it at the Royal Rumble or after the Royal Rumble and then just after Mania. But I I keep him heel actually if it works out because he was on interviews he said he went out. And ordered all heel, well, he ordered different, uh, like, trunks and different shirts, and he was going to do a whole different thing. He was all set up for it. So maybe, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if it, do it with The Undertaker, test it out, test the waters. If it works, then I'd keep it. Right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, I mean go, go, past, go past this match and... Keep it that way and see what happens with it. 
Well, I'd do it with the Undertaker first and see, test the waters and see. But you're going to have a lot of upset kids and women, I guess. But the older men are going to like it. Uh, A lot of the, like us, like a lot of the older fans would like, would like John Cena to uh, change it up and change his repertoire a little bit to be healed for a while, I'd say. Sure, okay. Kind of like what Hogan did, maybe? Yeah, I'd say. Uh, why not, right? He's getting getting up there in age. He's done a whole lot of stuff. Um, you know, he's 15-time champ, and he's won a whole bunch of other championships, and he's done a lot in 10 years or whatever he did. So uh, I turned him over a little bit, and if it doesn't work, you can always change him back or whatever, but I would run with a little heel turn. Why not? throw it in there and, you know, throw a little few different moves in there and mix it up and, you know, you never know. Right. Uh, that, sounds, that sounds like a pretty good idea there. Somebody actually is taking, is, is actually taking that, taking a storyline and using WWE 2K17 to do this, has actually already done that and turned Cena heel. I don't know if anyone has seen this or not. Hmm. Oh. He, has, he has created his own stable. And he's got Jericho and Rusev on his side. Uh, um, and and it's, it's an interesting row of, I think it's something called Element Games that's putting it out. So you look for, and he's actually, you see he's wearing a white suit. And <laughs> he's got this gold belt after he's won all the championships in WWE on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> he's got this gold belt. Nobody can beat him. And 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 now he even has Ric Flair as a general manager in his back pocket and all that stuff. So it's crazy. Uh, all right. And um, now let's go ahead and, uh, uh, J.D., let's go ahead and get your thoughts on us. Uh, the... Uh, review of uh, last night's night okay as far as last night's show goes i mean it was a, i mean it was an interesting show let's just say i mean for what it was however mind you just bear with me here for a second here i'm trying to pull it up right now and see i mean i know like i said i'm just trying to find the results okay so anyway you had aj styles take on of course james ellsworth the little pipsqueak rent that he is however and this was an easy peasy quick match painful and short I mean, I'm hoping this is the beginning of the end of Ellsworth. I mean, I don't think we need to keep seeing the same old pipsqueak on television. I mean, I know I'm getting sick of seeing him on television, let's just say. Um, so hopefully this is the beginning of the end of this whole thing involving Ellsworth. I mean, I'm hoping they really just start uh, scaling back his appearances. I mean, it's just enough is enough of this guy. This guy just bores me to no end. Then you had the Wiz taking on Apollo Cruz. of course. This was a good match. But then, of course... What happened afterward was just absolutely uncalled for and despicable, to say the least. And as I said earlier, however, I'm surprised that uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane did not take any action against, uh, mind you, against uh, The Miz when he should have. I think it was absolutely deplorable what he did. I think it was uncalled for. And you don't see other guys go out there. I mean, yeah, sometimes they will bring 
their wives or girlfriends into the fray. That's understandable. But for Miz to make those comments, I mean, that was just totally unnecessary and totally not called for in every sense of the word. I think he should have some action taken against him because of this, however. And uh, I hope that Daniel Bryan and uh, them do something about it. I think it's just absolutely not called for, as I said. And I hope that there will be action taken against him as far as that goes. But I doubt that's going to happen, which is unfortunate. I think it should happen, like I said, however. Uh, So just give me a second here. Okay. As I was saying here, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So we had that. Then you have, uh, of course, Carmella getting the whole thing with uh, Nikki and Natalia, which was blah. I don't know. And, of course, we knew Natty was going to say something about uh, Nikki attacking her. And then, of course, she went a little too kind of off uh, script a little bit by making fun of John Cena. So it looks like it was uh, make fun of uh, your spouse's night on SmackDown, which was just not worth uh, watching, mind you. Then you have Harper and Ambrose. Harper, of course, loses to Ambrose. I don't know what they're doing with Harper, how they're making him look like the jobber that he is as of late. I mean, Ambrose fought a pretty good match with him. Of course, they then announced later in the night, of course, there would be a four-way tag thing affair next week, of course, on SmackDown. It's going to be interesting to see who Mojo's going to get now that his partner's going to be out of action. Then you have Alexa Bliss take on Bexy or La Luchador, whatever you want to call her. I thought that was pretty cool to see Becky pull a fast one on Miss Harley Quinn herself. Hopefully she gets the title back next week, but you never know. And then we had the main event, Dolph versus Baron, which was a pretty good match. And then, of course, it was announced later on it would be a triple threat next week. So hopefully that will be a good match. But I don't know why they're putting Corbin in the mix. I mean, Corbin hasn't done anything that has been impressing me or I'm sure management since he won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal Tournament, of course, back in March. Hopefully they do something right with him. Mind you, going into the new year, however, I hope it works. I mean, I really do because right now they do need to get – behind Corbin to do something right here. The question is, what will happen? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I just hope they get something right with Corbin because right now it just seems like they're not doing anything right with him at all. But, yeah, overall it could have been a little bit better in some areas, but SmackDown for what was, was a little bit better this week than last week, but they still need to get a little bit better in some other areas and uh, cut down the uh, shenanigans like the uh, whole uh, Miz uh, – ripping apart this and that thing, which I understand he's a heel, and that's understandable. But like I said, I think he did go a little too far with his remarks last night. And the whole Alexa Bliss, uh, Becky Lynch thing, has got to come to an end along with this James Ellsworth thing. I mean, those are the only things I think holding SmackDown back from being a good show. So, again, we'll have to wait and see where they go from here. You never know. So, only time will tell. Okay. Uh, J.D., thank you very much, Eric Gerard, J.D., and John. Thank you very much, there, gentlemen, for providing us with your wrestling uh with, uh, with uh, your thoughts on last night's SmackDown Live broadcast, uh, <clears throat> your reviews of, the, of last night's broadcast. Uh, we have some. We have a good amount of time here left. Gerard, uh, uh, JD, and John, if y'all would like, uh, we'd like to. Uh, once again, I have dug up uh, um, this time around, and Gerard, uh, I don't know how well you know your um, wrestling music. Um, your wrestling themes, but uh, if uh, if you like, uh, we like we can go ahead and uh, I found some pretty interesting ones here, and if everyone would like, uh, we can go ahead and uh, do a few here. If everyone's game two, if you're already game for it, there, bud. 
your arteries through there, bud. Yeah, I'll ask him again in just a minute. He might step away for just a sec. JD, are you game? JD? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Uh, I'll say about maybe doing some uh, wrestling trivia questions. Just something about some wrestling music. I'm good. Uh, if you're game on that, we can do that. Hey, John, are you game for that? Okay. Jordan, have you returned, sir? Let's see here. We've got uh hmm. Well here here are nine categories right here. Uh first one has got fifteen questions is pro wrestlers intro music. Number two is ten questions is WWE theme songs. Number three, ECW entrance music, just ten questions. Number four has to do with that CD called Forcible Entry. I got that CD. Uh, this is uh, 20, it's got 20, 20 questions. <laughs> number, number, number five, uh, oh, wait a minute. Sorry about that. Number five is whose entrance theme is that? That's got 10 questions. Uh, number six is called Y'all Better Stand Back. <laughs> Sounds this like Vinnie Mac's song. Stand back. Had to, with, had to do with that song from the 1987 Slammys. And, um, and uh, of course, I think it, has, it, might have, it might have something to do with the Slammys as well. Not sure, but we'll have to, I'll have to go back and look at it and see. Number seven is live bands on WWE and WCW shows. Fifteen questions on pro wrestling and music. And also ECW entrance music volume two. There's only 10 questions. Uh, Gerard, have you made it back, sir? Gerardo. Taking Gerard T. Smith. Gerard T. Smith, please come to the lockers, huh?
good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> uh, Gerard, have you returned? <laughs> oh, this is a good one. A friend of mine put a picture of a dachshund up that says Russians with a pillow being chewed. Oh, my goodness. And then this one says, We're glad you're home. The Russians pooped in the hallway. He's still on here. I wonder where he is. No, that's a good question. Major King and W.O. King and W.O., King and W.O., please return to, to the main hall. Your party is waiting. BYU late in the first half at the Ponsetta Bowl. Hmm. The big upset tonight in college basketball for you basketball fans, especially in Kentucky, Louisville, and Rick Pitino beat his old school 73-70. So, some pretty interesting upsets, however, before the conference season begins. My goodness. Gerard, are you still with us, bud? I hate to start without you. We all do. Yes. Oh, was that you, JD? That was me, Yon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, checking out. Some of the local news. I'll see what's going on. 
Are you looking for me? Yes. Yeah, oh, yes, sir. We've been looking for you for the last couple of minutes. Well, I found me. That we were going to do some uh, wrestling trivia, but on some old, on some wrestling music, if you're, if you're game. Sure. Okay. We thought we lost you, bud. We didn't want to start without you. No, I had to get Oh. <laughs> always a good thing. Always and, a good thing. And it's always cheese. a good thing. And cheese. There you go. Ah. Beer oh, and cheese. That oh, why is cheese? It's beer and cheese. Beer and cheese. That's why I said beer and cheese is a good thing. <laughs> the best combination ever right there. That's it. Okay, 15 questions, guys. Uh, then this 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 is the older wrestling music. Okay, keep this in mind. All right. First first question. <clears throat> Who entered to this music, pop and circumstance? Was it Randy Savage, Exotic Adrian Street, Pat O'Connor, or Adrian Adonis? Gerard. I'm going to say Adrian Adonis. Okay. J.D. Randy Savage. And John. Randy Savage. Okay. Okay. Uh, next one, guys. Who who came who came out to? And this is more surprising when I when I find out what the answer is. This the song "Another One Bites the Dust" by Queen. Was it the Junkyard Dog, Ted DiBiase, Matt Bourne, or Andre the Giant? Gerard. I'm going to have to pass. I have no clue. I have no idea. Okay, J.D. J.Y.D. You're saying J.Y.D. Okay. And John, you're also saying J.Y.D. Okay. There you go. Uh, Next up, number three, Tom Sawyer by Rush. Was it Nikita Koloff? Hercules Hernandez, Kerry Von Eric, or Dusty Rhodes, Gerard. I want to say Von Eric. Kerry Von Eric, okay, JD. Yeah, I'm going to say the same too, Kerry Von Eric. Okay, uh, John. John's also saying the same thing. We're going to go with Kerry Von Eric, okay. Next up here, guys. Smooth Operator by Sade. 
which is spelled in this case S A D E. I keep wanting to say Shade. Yeah, the it sounds like that. But not Sade, I think. It's Sade, yeah. yes. Okay, was it Paul Orndorff, Rick McGraw, Tommy Rich, or Rick Rude, Gerard? I'm going to have to pass. You want to pass? All right, J.D. Rick Rude. You're saying Rick Rude, okay. And John? John also says Rick Rude, so we're going to pick Rick Rude in that, okay? Number five, Iron Man by Black Sabbath. Was it the Steiner Brothers, the Mulkey Brothers, the Can-Am Connection, or the Road Warriors? Gerard. John's also saying the Midnight Express. Okay. All right. Now this one's going to be this one's going to be a surprise. Uh, Leonard Skinner's Freebird. Was it the Midnight Rockers, the Godwins, the Freebirds, or the Andersons? Gerard. Favorite teams of all time, the Fabulous Freebirds, Freebird Fantasia, baby. And John says the Freebirds as well. See, a lot of I didn't even know. 
mean, I'm with your heart. I'm, I'm, I was I'm stumped on a lot of these myself. <laughs> Number nine, Still the Night by White Snake. Was it Luscious Johnny Valiant, Hollywood John Tatum, Gentleman Chris Adams, or Stunning Steve Austin? Gerard. Ask JD. What's the, what's the song again? Still the Night by White Snake. All right, who's the choice again? Luscious Johnny Valiant, Hollywood John Tatum, Gentleman Chris Adams, or Stunning Steve Austin. Stunning Steve Austin. <laughs> J.D., did you answer? Yes, thanks, Steve Austin. Who did you say? You broke up. I didn't hear you. Austin. Oh, you said Austin. Okay. And John also said Austin as well, so we'll answer that. Number 10, anything with rock and roll in the title. Okay, was it the Rock and Roll Express, the Fantastics, the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, or the Kangaroos? Gerard. I'm going to say Rock and Roll Express. Okay, J.D. Yeah, I'm going to say the same. John. Yeah. Okay, this one this one is a this one is a, a toughie, according to the person that wrote these questions. In the flesh from Pink Floyd. Was it Buzz Sawyer, Crusher Yerkoff, King Kong Bundy, or Jake Roberts? Gerard. I'm going to say Jake Roberts. Jake Roberts. Okay. J.D. I'm going to take a guess, too, Jake the Snake Roberts as well. Okay. And John. Okay. Everyone says Jake Roberts. All right. Number 12, Stars and Stripes Forever. Uh, John uh, Philip Sousa, Crusher Blackwell, Butch Reed, Jim Duggan, or Nikolai Volkov, Gerard? I'd say Jim Duggan. J.D. Hacksaw. Okay. And John? John goes, oh, okay, yeah, all right. All right, this next one, I am going to do my very best to pronounce this. Uh, also, Sprock Zarathustra. Was it Rick Flair, Harley Race, Lou Fez, or Antonio Rocca? Gerard. Oh, I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass. Okay, J.D. Antonio Rocca. Don't say Rocca. Okay, John. John says Flair. Uh, hmm. 
Okay, JD, pick a number between one, one and five. I'm going to say three. Go say three. John? John's, oh my Lord, John says four. But believe it or not, this time, in this case, JD was a lot closer. It was actually two. So we'll go with JD's answer and say Roca. Okay? Now this one, this one might be academic. I'm not sure, but we'll we'll have to wait and see. Number number fourteen is Dragon Attack by Queen. Was it Lex Luger, Magnum TA, Rick Steamboat, or Tully Blanchard? Gerard. A pass. A pass. All right, JD. I'm going to say Magnum TA. Magnum TA, okay. And John. John's also saying the same thing with Magnum TA. Okay. And the last one, what song? Now, I don't know if everyone remember watching Saturday Night's Main Event back in the day or not, but what song closed out Saturday Night's Main Event on NBC? Was it Shout It Out Loud, Eye of the Tiger, Take Me Home, or Brick House? Gerard. I'd say Take Me Home. Okay, JD. I'll say take me home too. Okay, and John. Okay, take me home. All right. Is everyone ready to hear what uh, what the answers are? Good. Sure. Okay. And and Gerard, let me go ahead and tell you here. First of all, I'm gonna be like you. I'm gonna be surprised at half of these myself, because I didn't know half of these either. Okay, trust me. Um, number one, pop and circumstance. It was in fact Randy Savage. You know, Gerard, no way he does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Follow, he followed the lead of gorgeous George Wagner, who used it earlier. Adrian Street actually wrote his own entrance music. Hmm, I did not know that. Number two, another one by Seth. Seth of a Gun. It was, in fact, Junkyard Dog did have that song. Yeah, and they changed it to... Uh... Uh, grab them cakes, however, he used that in the first WrestleMania, if you remember. Right, and what it says right here, the late Sylvester Ritter ran amok through the Mid-South area with his dog chain. He later used a song by George Clinton called Atomic Dog. And, of course, like you said, in the, the, WF, the WWF, he used Grab Them Cakes. Yeah, all right. Number three, Tom Sawyer. Everyone was right. It was, in fact, Kerry Von Erich. The late Von Eric, was real name, Kerry Atkinson, was known as the Modern Day Warrior, heard in, that's right, because it was, it was in the lyrics of the song, Modern Day Warrior. That's right. Yes. And number number four, Smooth Operator by Sade. 
Oh my lord! Everybody, we were right on this one too. It was also Rick Rude. I did not know this. He used in WCCW for a brief time, and I think a couple other times too in his career. Yet another latent and greatly laminated talent. The Ravisher one, of course, real name Rick R O O D. Later used a variation of David Rose's The Stripper in his in his move to the WWF. Okay, yeah, we all remember that, right? Yes. So. Number five. Number five, of course, uh, Black Iron Man from Black Sabbath. It was in fact the Road Warriors, Hawking Animal, led by of course. Time too. Well, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Vince Russo used it for a brief time, too. Right. Also, I am Iron Man. Of course, you heard that in the in the movie version. Of course, Robert at the end of the Robert Downey Jr. movie as well. Led by former wrestler turned manager turned Iditarod competitor Paul Ellery. You know, he I didn't know he was an Iditarod. Mm-hmm. He's done that for quite a while over the years, however. I did not know that. Number six. War Machine by Kiss. We all thought it was um, uh, Dan Dan Spivey and also Mean Mark guys and and Gerard and JD from Limitation. I did not know this. I did not know this. It was actually used by Sid Vicious. Oh, I didn't know that. Used used this probably while disguised as Lord Humongous. Like Memphis, USWA. And later as his own theme, and then, of course, as everyone remembers, Callus went on to later fame as The Undertaker. Yes, we all know that. Number seven, Chase. It was, in fact, the Midnight Express. Okay. Uh, let's see. From the film Midnight Express, that's where that came from. That's why that that's why we wrote that. It was from the movie Midnight Express. Yep. Okay. Randy Quaid, John Hurt, and Brad Davis, based on a true story of Billy Hayes, 1978. Right. Number seven, Leonard Skinner's Freebird. Y'all had that right again. The Freebirds. I thought they, I thought they wrote their own stuff. No, they started using that theme in GCW from Georgia Championship Wrestling in the late 70s, however. I put some of it up. And, and If not, you'll have to check the GCW site, however, you have to add some of the stuff. Yeah, they started doing it in the late 70s and early 80s. Michael Hayes, Bam Bam Gordy, and Buddy Roberts waged a nonstop war with Devon Eriks in the world-class wrestling area. Later, Haynes recorded his own theme. Bad Street, USA. That's it. That's it. Number nine, Still the Night by Whitesnake. Everyone gets stunning Steve Austin. Well, believe it or not, the answer is Hollywood John Tatum. Ah, from WCCW. Another star in the world-class table. Tatum was one of the first to be managed by Missy Hyatt. Adams uh, claimed, of course, Chris Adams claimed the fame was teacher to the future Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right. Of course, anything rock and roll in the title, we all knew was had to be the Rock and Roll Express. They actually, here's some of the songs that they used, guys. They used Rock and Roll All Night by Kiss. ELO's Rock and Roll is King. And Joan Jett's I Love Rock and Roll, among a lot of other songs. Hmm. Now, here's the one, the, the Pink Floyd one. Now, everyone, and Gerard, you, and uh, J- J.D. and John all guessed Jake Roberts on this. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
believe it or not, uh, everyone's right. Believe it or not, it was the introduction, of course, it was the introduction to the, the wall. was also the introduction to the snake in his early days. Now, believe it or not, here I mentioned Crusher Yurkov. You would not believe who, who, who he went on let, later on to become. He, he was better. He was later known, better known as Bam Bam Bigelow. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I, I, you learn something new every day here, guys. Unbelievable. Of course, Stars and Stripes Forever. Obviously, that was a that was a uh, um, um, academic. It wasn't that Jim Duggan? For a while, he didn't use a theme, nope. right? No, WWF, he didn't use a theme. No. But uh, WCW in in later years of WWE, he actually actually gave him a, you know. I think like the first time was, what was it, WrestleMania 7? I think he came out with the music or something. I think it was. All right, number 13. Also sprocked Zarathustra. Uh... JD, I think you guessed Antonio Rocca for that. John was right. It was Ric Flair. Oh, uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah. Oh, 2000, yeah. That music will always be intertwined in the hearts of the hardcore wrestling fans as belonging to the Nature Boy. Woo! Did you guys hear about so Sting this week? Do what? The Stinger. Did you guys hear about what he's doing this week? No, I didn't. He's uh, apparently an intimidation coach for the Dallas Cowboys. Sting? Yeah, he's doing a skit, however, I guess. And I guess he's playing an intimidation coach to get the Dallas Cowboys psyched up, however, whatever. He came out mm-hmm. wearing a face paint. That it's, it's it's on YouTube somewhere. I mean, some people say it, it's... Oh, he's doing, the, he's doing the face paint. He's got the face paint on. He's got the face paint on, and he's trying to even get some of the Dallas Cowboys, including, I think, Ezekiel Elliott, to put some on, too. I see. Okay, I will, we will. Okay, next up here, guys. Dragon Attack by Queen. Uh, I'll answer Magnum TA. The correct answer was Ricky Steamboat. Dragon. Yes. Ricky Steamboat, yes. And number 15, everyone had it right. It was Take Me Home from Phil Collins, a rather appropriate closer. Uh, your overall thoughts here. First off, Jordan, let me ask you: Are the music ones a little bit tough, in your opinion? Uh, a little bit. Okay, rather stick to like the regular. Uh, I'll tell you what: we got a few minutes. We can do one more set if y'all want to. I'm game. Hey, Jordan, I like the picture you put up of uh, Nash and Hall choking one of the bushwhackers there. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. I, oh, I look, I mean, uh, Scott looks good. I mean, they all look good in this photo. Chad, you like the photo. You gotta check it out. It's in top heel. I'll, I will definitely check that out. Thank you, Ram. I'll, I'll, thanks for letting me know about that. Appreciate it. Uh, this is random wrestling trivia, guys. Just ten questions. Okay, is everybody game? Everybody yeah. good? I'm down. Okay, ten questions. Uh, I think I think uh, John is as well. So we'll go ahead and, and go home, and let's see what we have here. First off. At which WWE pay-per-view event did Billy Kidman debut the song You Can Run as his theme music? Was it 
Backlash 03, Royal Rumble 02, Survivor Series 02, or No Way Out 03? Gerard. Oh, I'm going to pass on that one. Want to pass. Okay, JD. What are the choices again? Backlash 03, Royal Rumble 02, Survivor Series 02, or No Way Out 03? B. Saying Royal Rumble 02. Mm-hmm. Okay. And John is saying the 02 Survivor Series. Ooh. Mmm. We've uh, we got a tough call here. Uh... Let's see. I know I know you're talking to me on the phone and I know you can't see my hand, but I, this is this is really quite interesting if if if, if J D or John's able to guess this. J D, how many fingers am I holding up? Five. John, how many fingers am I holding up? I say one, you're flipping us the bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, showing who's no, number no, no, one no, no, or no. two, who no, works no. for number two. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Well, believe, well, okay. Uh, all right, now, now, guys, now y'all kind of hide it because, J.D., you said five, and John says three, and I'm actually holding up four. Hmm. Uh, I'll let John win this one. You'll you'll get the job. I'll bow out. I'll bow out this time. Yeah, because I won one early to this turn this time. We'll say O2 Survivor Series. Okay. Number two. What is the name of the first AWA wrestler to hold the AWA World Heavyweight title more than once? Was it Dusty Rhodes, Vern Gagne, Jerry the King Lawler, or Greg Gagne? Gerard. I'd have to say Vern. Vern. Okay. J.D. Vern. Okay, and John. And, of course, Gerard, uh, Gerard does know that I would not actually flip the bird at, at, at everybody else. <laughs> I would. <laughs> now, if it was someone that, would, that, 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 was someone that, would, that, that tried to that tried to go after us, man, I'm sure you would do that in a heartbeat, wouldn't you? So. Oh, I am who I am. All right, let's go on. Let's go on. Yes, sir. Okay. Number three, who is the first wrestler to have entered the WWE Royal Rumble at number 30 on more than one occasion? Was it John Cena, The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, or Hulk Hogan? Gerard. I want to say John Cena. Okay. J.D. J.D. Yes, sorry about that. What are we seeing now? Who is the first wrestler to have entered the Royal Rumble at number 30 on more than one occasion? Was it Cena, The Undertaker, HBK, or Hulk Hogan? Cena. You're saying you've seen it. 
John is saying The Undertaker. So two out of three. <clears throat> We're going to go along with Cena in this case. Okay. Next question. Who first popularized, popularized the famous super kick maneuver later used heavenly by Shawn Michaels and other well-known wrestlers? Was it Scott Steiner, Gentleman Chris Adams, Marty Jannetty, or Dan Spivey? Gerard. Chris Adams. Chris Adams. Okay. J.D. What was the question again? Fine. Who first popularized the famous super kick maneuver? Later Chris used Adams. By Chris Adams. Okay. And John. John also said Chris Adams. Okay. Number five. Jerry the King Waller has held many, many titles in his long and storied career. How many of these title reigns occurred in the WWF slash WWE? Was it one, three, two, or zero? Gerard. Ooh. I'd have to say zero. Zero. Okay, JD. You are throw the ice water on him. JD. Yeah. Okay. Jerry the King Lawler has held many, many titles in his long and storied career. Yes. How many of these title reigns occurred in WWF slash WWE? One, three, Two or zero? Zero. Zero. John. John also says zero, so we will say zero. Okay. <laughs> Who was the first Grand Slam winner in the WWF slash WWE? This and also just a small note. This refers to a wrestler who has won the World Heavyweight title, the World Tag Team title, the Intercontinental title, and the European belts at least once in their career. Was it Shawn Michaels, Nick Foley, the British Bulldog, or Stone Cold Steve Austin? Gerard. Shawn Michaels. J.D. H.B. Shizzle. <laughs> okay. John... <laughs> I almost spit my beer. <laughs> it's kind of funny a straight-laced Pennsylvania boy can sound like that. That's kind of funny. <laughs> okay. I'm picking with the JD. You know that. Anyway, number seven. In their entire career, how many official tag team title reigns did the team of Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty have? Was it five, two, zero, or eight? Gerard. Well, if I remember correct the other night, you said they had zero. Okay, so we will so you are sticking with that, okay? J D. I am going to say and go out on a limb and I will definitely say two. You're saying two. J uh John. 
Okay. Uh, okay. We okay. We've got uh, we've got that taken care of. All right. Number eight. <clears throat> I am the only wrestler to have an action figure made in my likeness by WWE, WCW, ECW, and TNA. I have held titles in all four companies. I have been a follower and a leader, and I will always be remembered for a four-word saying, Who am I? Jeff Jarrett, Terry Funk, Raven, or Mick Foley? Gerard. Mick Foley? Okay, you're saying Mick Foley. Okay. JD? I'm going to say Terry Funk. You're saying Terry Funk. And John is saying Raven. <laughs> the only wrestler to have an action figure made in his likeness by WWE, WCW, ECW, and TNA held titles in all four companies, follower and the leader, and always be remembered by a four-word saying. S-A-W-F-T. Soft. That's <laughs> <laughs> Ginger Mahal about that the other night. That's how you spell Ginger Mahal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing the other night when he did that on Raw. Well, since we since these three answers were picked, I'm going to do like the... Like like a wheel like that, I'm just gonna spin like this and whatever it lands on, I will put it down. Okay? Let's go. I have landed on Mick Foley. So we will pick Mick Foley. Okay? Next question. Who out of the following four superstars, who is the only wrestler? Who has competed at who did who competed at both WrestleMania one and WrestleMania ten? Was it Bret Hart, Randy Savage, King Kong Bundy, or Leilani Kai? Gerard. Uh, let's say Randy Savage. One in ten. Okay, you're saying Randy Savage. Okay, J.D. Lalani Kai. You're saying Lalani Kai. Okay, John. John is also saying Randy Savage. We'll go along with that. And number ten. Who is the only man in the history of the WWF slash WWE to have won the WWE title the World Heavyweight title, the Intercontinental title, the European title, the Hardcore title, the WWE Tag Team titles, and the World Tag Team titles. Was it Chris Jericho, Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels, or Booker T? Gerard. Oh, I'm going to pass. You're going to pass. All right, J.D. I'm going to take a guess, Jericho. You're guessing Jericho, okay? And John. 
Okay, John, the question was, the only man in the history of the WWF slash WWE to have won the WWE World Heavyweight Intercontinental European Hardcore WWE Tag Team and World Tag Team Titles. Was it Y2J, Kurt Angle, HBK, or Booker T? John says he gives us, he gives us the gift of Jericho. So, <laughs> so we're going to say Jericho now. Okay. Is everyone ready to hear the answers? Yep. Yeah. And I'm going to be surprised on a lot of these guys, okay? So trust me, I'm going to be surprised. It's like everybody, it's like our competitors here. All right, first question. Billy Kidman's Billy Kidman debuted his theme, his theme music, You Can Run At, the Survivor Series 2002. was held at MSG. At this event, Kidman was successful in his quest to become Cruiserweight Champion, defeating Jamie Noble. Another inter- interesting fact from Survivor Series 2 is that every WWE title that was being defended at the pay-per-view changed hands. I did not know that. Okay. Number two. Everyone got that correct? It was, in fact, Vern Gagne. Of course, former owner and promoter of the AWA, officially recognized to have won the AWA World Heavyweight Championship a total of 10 times. Okay. Number three. First wrestler to have entered the Royal Rumble at number 30 on more than one occasion. Uh, I believe Gerard, you, and JD thought it was John Cena. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Well, and believe it or not, guys, John had it right. It was The Undertaker. Lucky guess, John. Had entered the prestigious Royal Rumble no less than three times during his illustrious career. He also made history by becoming the first man to win the Royal Rumble as the number 30, 30th entrant. Okay. Number four, the Super Kitten Hoover. Yes, popularized by gentleman Chris Adams. Number five, Jared King Lawler never held any belt, any titles in WWF slash WWE. Of course, in AWA and USWA he did, but not in WWE. He never did. That's right. Number six, first Grand Slam winner, Gerard right there on the money there, partner, HBK. That's right. Sean was also the fourth Triple Crown winner in the WWF slash WWE, with the Triple Crown referring to a wrestler who held the World Intercontinental and Tag Belts in the company. Pedro Morales was actually the first Triple Crown winner, believe it or not. Now, number seven. There, of course, we're talking about their entire career. How many official tag team title reigns did the Rockers, Shawn Michaels, and Marty Jannetty have? Uh, I think we we had two different answers. Is that right? I think Gerard, you said zero, and JD, y'all said two. Yes. Y'all are going to be shocked, one hundred percent shocked. The correct answer was five. Hmm. What? Yeah, the AWA was one. 
Right. As an interesting side note, none of these tag title reigns actually occurred in WWF slash WWE, where they made their name as a part of the Rockers tag team combination. So they were they were not in the WWF official. Okay. All right. I'm shot. Hey, Gerard, I'm shot like you are, man. I'm shot. I am. Sh- I, I am shot. Okay. Trust me. Number eight. The Who Am I? Gerard, you hit it around the money. It was Mick Foley. Nice work. And you know what the four-word saying is, right? Bang, bang. Bang. No, four, four words, guys. Have a nice what does he always say at the end of things? Nice day. Have a nice Have day. A nice day. <laughs> I was Chris Jericho about that when he was locked in the shark tank the other night. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, he had, had. I didn't know he had a figure made in WCW, though. I did not know that. Okay. Uh, number nine. Okay, the only wrestler to compete at both WrestleMania one and ten. Uh, and Gerard, I thought it was Randy Savage as well, but I, believe it or not, it was it was Lilani Kai. That blew my mind. Was on the losing end on both occasions, losing a women's title to Wendy Richter at WrestleMania One, and failing to regain the t- same title from Alundra Blaze at WrestleMania Ten. And as for speaking of number ten, the the uh, the who has held pretty much all the belts here that I mentioned here just a minute ago, ladies and gentlemen, I give Gerard, JD, and John the gift of Jericho. It wasn't. It was Chris Jericho. Oh, awesome. Chris Jericho is the only man ever in history in the company to have accomplished his amazing feat, starting with the Intercontinental title in 1999 and finishing with the Unified Tag Team titles in 2009. Ten years, guys, he held all these belts. Ten years. Man. That's a nice career, though. Are y'all surprised of these answers? Are y'all surprised? Some of them I am, actually. I am shocked. These things are unbelievable. I'm still trying to weed out one that might be able, might be good to use for uh, the thing on Raw Radio Monday. So I'm trying to think. Of, I'm just, just just trying to think of what would be interesting to use. Uh, But uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, heck, someone even got a quiz up about CM Punk. <laughs> That's right. That is hilarious. Okie doke here, guys. Uh, Okie doke. Uh, John just informed me that. Uh, Okay, I'll talk about this when I get off the air. Okay. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you very much for joining us for episode 266 of uh, WWS Revolution here for tonight. Be sure to join us here uh, tomorrow for Double Dose Part 2, <coughs> where, where, of course, we'll have to have, like I said, Top Hill Inc., and then, of course, NWO Wolfpack, starting from 9 to 11, of course. Uh, so uh, I do want to thank uh, everyone for popping on here uh, Night, and of course to 
over the negative over the negative official uh, uh, official farewell for the evening. I'll ask our own main man, King W.O., to take us home. Go ahead, my man. Please proceed. This has been another episodic episode of WCWUS Revolution. The people that have talked tonight are as the following. Chad, I hope you watch SmackDown because this is going to be funny. First of all, Chad. Chad Hawkins. <laughs> if you watch SmackDown, they kept calling him Chad Hawkins for some reason. And every time they called him Chad Hawkins, I thought of you. Oh, Chad okay. Hawkins, the boss. <laughs> JD, the ice man. On the human suplex machine. Last but not least, King NWO, GTS. Have a good night. Have a great tomorrow. God bless. And see you in the ring.